Hello, 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 and welcome to the Oscars episode of Culture Conversations. Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Yeah, pretty how good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. As always, I'm your host, Miranda Manier, news editor with the Columbia Chronicle. And as always, here today with us is... Uh, Micah Thurston. I'm the advertising manager for the Chronicle. And standing in for our usual panelist, Mike Rundle, is... Hi, I'm Ethan Sandok, and I'm a videographer for the Columbia Chronicle. Heck yeah. Um, so guys, today I want to talk about the Oscars. Mm -hmm. This is coming up. It's next week. There's a lot of buzz. Um, and there are a few things I want to like talk about first before we get into like nominations and predictions. Mm -hmm. So first, as we all know, there was a lot of controversy about um, Kevin Hart hosting mm -hmm. a few months ago. Oh, yeah. And yeah, there was like a lot of buzz, a lot of backlash. Um, and eventually he stepped down from hosting and... There was the big question of, like, who are they going to ask to host next, next, and then they didn't ask anyone. <laughs> um, so, like, this year they're just having these, like, clumps of celebrities present in between, like, awards. Why? Which I don't fully understand, is, like, how that's going to work. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what do you guys think of this? Because I feel like it was a cheap way for them to get out of, like, trying to find an actually better host. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it would have been, like, better representation and less controversial. Mm -hmm. So, like... It felt like the cheap answer, but also maybe no one wanted to host the Oscars. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like every year there's, like, the Oscars just goes down and down and down yeah. in terms of, like, what's the word? Like, worthiness? I don't know. Something similar to that. I agree. I'm less excited yeah. about the nominees this year than I have been in the past years. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Like, um, I mean, yeah, I guess I honestly didn't even know that they hadn't found someone else. Yeah. I just figured that they had. Um the Oscars, I guess, isn't really even on my radar. Like you said, it's kind of just, like, been going down in terms of, like, I don't know if credibility is the right word, but, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. what's the point? Yeah, I think, like, there has been so much backlash against award ceremonies in past years, especially with the Oscars. There was, like, the Oscars So White thing. There was a bunch of things about how, like, they don't nominate enough female directors. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that they have lost some credibility in terms of, like, are they actually awarding this to, like, the best picture, the best actor? Yeah. Or is it just, it's entirely subjective. It just seems yeah. like every year it's wrapped in controversy and it's not yeah. about film anymore. And it's just, no. it just really takes away from, like, the art and, like, the meaning of the Oscars. I yeah. don't know. It's true. It's, yeah, it's just become, like, a, uh, like a big kind of ego fest. Like, yeah. look at me and yeah. this is, like, as much noise as I can make during this time where all these extra cameras are on me. Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. And yeah. I feel like that's going to be even more true when they have these like clumps of celebrities presenting mm -hmm. awards because that's, the, it's just going to be them being like, who are like, let's get all of the big names instead mm -hmm. of trying to write it all on one person mm -hmm. who might have some controversy around oh, them. Yeah. yeah. And then they'll only have like 10 minutes or exactly. probably not even that. And so they'll try and get as much as they can about like, themselves and what they're doing and yeah. like look at me for my 10 minutes exactly <laughs> and like speaking of timing um and at this point i think they've like walked back their decision but there was a lot of controversy about them having like some awards such as like cinematography and editing during commercial breaks so those like recipients wouldn't get they to wouldn't actually make speeches. be on air they would just be at like yeah, yeah. they would wow. do the thing where it's like after the commercial would be like oh here's all the people who won but they give like five seconds to each of those people's speeches mm -hmm. yeah wow which was, like no. awful and like ethan i kind of want to hear how you feel about this specifically because i know that uh, you yeah. are like a lighting person <laughs> I, yeah no i mean like the cinematography <laughs> is what i came here for originally right mm -hmm. um and like it's like I understand the whole wanting to cut some of it down for time because a three hour awards show is kind of ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And like, 
nobody has time for that. It's true. But, <laughs> but at the same time, like, if you're going to do anything, like, it really be, like, it really better be a decision that you've sat down and you've thought about. And, like, I can't imagine that much thought was put into cutting the awards that were, that are the backbone of film. Is the camera the camera work mm-hmm. and the editing? Yeah. Like, I can't imagine that they all sat together in a boardroom and thought, "This is a good idea." <laughs> I think that just goes to prove my point of how like it's become just like this glam sh- glam fest yeah. because all three of us have been on a film set, mm-hmm. right? Okay. The actors don't do anything. No. They show no. up and they read their lines. I I know that there's a lot that goes into their performance, but like you said, the real backbone of yeah. a film is the cinematographers, the light, the lighting people, I don't know the exact <laughs> word, That's the editors, That's the sound funny. mixers, the people that are behind the scene that are putting this story to life. So that's, oh, that's just such a slap it's in the face to like... Yep. To like filmmakers, that's and I know really that, sad. Like, I know. Um, oh, I'm definitely gonna butcher the pronunciation of his name, but Guillermo del Toro. So he was tweeting about this situation. He was saying like, it's ridiculous to cut out something like editing, which people. It's so seamless that people literally don't realize how important it is to the structure of a film. Oh, definitely. But like, it's incredibly important, mm-hmm. and for them to like completely disrespect editors mm-hmm. who've worked their whole lives to do something that is like ultimately a very thankless job mm-hmm. already. Like, it's like you said, Ethan. I think that like, or I like, it's just we we give so much credit to the actors mm-hmm. and. They really are just the face of the film. They they mm-hmm. aren't what is actually like constructing the production. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's just it's really sad to think that like the Oscars is just trying to give less and less credit to them. Yeah. Like I really wonder what was said in that conversation. Like why did they decide that those were the categories that were unworthy of airing? The time. I don't and, know. It's and true. the big part is the third category that was also being cut besides cinematography and editing was. Makeup, if I believe. Oh wow! Which it was either makeup or wardrobe, and <sighs> I mean, man, all of that is like beyond thankless. Yeah, really. Like jobs, editing your you only notice it if it's a really bad job. Yeah, and like <laughs> it's true. And yeah. likewise, if you can see the makeup like that they're doing to heighten yeah. this actor or actress's face, like then that's bad yeah. but you're not supposed to notice good it's makeup it's supposed to be seamless mm-hmm. that's the whole point it's supposed to be something that like doesn't stand out and because it's not like that glamorous thing yeah. mm-hmm. people just think it's not as important yeah not like the makeup oscars were really worth anything because like <laughs> last year they was it suicide squad won over like a star trek that's film true that had like full prosthetics yeah. and like isn't that crazy? Jared Leto had "Ha Ha" written yeah. on his forehead. And Harley <laughs> Quinn had like her star or whatever. I don't remember that. Wow. And like that—that that also blows my mind. If it was wardrobe, like in a year where the favorite is nominated and the wardrobe for the favorite was outstanding, mm-hmm. like I just—it's crazy to me that they would think of disrespecting those people. And like, shout out to the Academy. Yeah, really. <laughs> was Black Panther nominated for wardrobe? Because I know, know that the, the woman who did the wardrobe put so much thought into it with um, incorporating different African tribes and nations into each yeah, piece. Like, each was piece was specifically designed to represent a different African country. Costume design? Yes. Black Panther cool. was nominated for Good. costume design. <laughs> Her name is Ruth E. Carter, if anyone's wondering. Shout out, Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> Ruth name <E>. drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I think that's really sad. And, I mean, I don't think that, like... No, again, no one is going to want to watch like a three to four hour ceremony. No. But 
Like, I do. it's still, that's the thing. <laughs> I like, watch it every year. <laughs> it, makes, it makes me sad to think that, like, any categories have to be shoehorned into the mm-hmm. commercials. Because, I mean, like, speaking, we, so the, the Columbia Chronicle just went to the Illinois College Press Awards this weekend. Mm-hmm. And there were so many categories during the, like, one and a half hour award ceremony that I didn't care about. Mm-hmm. There were a bunch of sports ceremony, like, awards that I knew absolutely nothing about. Yeah. And totally wasn't listening for. But I knew that, like, for the people who did care about them, like, our, one of our managing editors, Blaze Mesa, like I know he really cared and he was yeah. like paying a lot of attention. So mm-hmm. it, you should just respect the people who it does matter for. Mm-hmm. And like it's it, if it's not for you, that's okay. But like I don't know, it doesn't have to be all about the celebrities. It can be about yeah. the people who yeah. worked really really hard to like and be on air for scenes. that. Yeah, that yeah. also reminds me of like how they cut people off during their speeches. Yeah, like they'll give like Oof. best director, best actor, like like endless time it's true. and then the like when we do have editors go up there like people that you wouldn't recognize because their face isn't on the screen right. during the film um they always get cut off like always i remember when adele won best song i believe a few years ago yeah. her like the person who actually wrote the song came up and tried to speak mm. and they just cut him off and then she said excuse me you guys Good. didn't cut me off so yeah. she let him speak um so that just reminds me again of like how just another way that they show who they value and who they don't value. It's true. That's why, I mean, like, as a writer, when I see how little respect, like, best screenplay gets, it breaks my heart compared to, like, best director. Like, just, they they wrote the damn film. Yeah, they <laughs> did. They cut them off yeah. after, like, 15 seconds of speech. I don't know. It yeah. just, it makes me so sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know, moving right along. <laughs> let's let's talk about actual nominations. Um, let's continue so, to be angry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that I will 100%. get angry when certain things lose. But well, let's start with, like, the big stuff. Um, so I'm going to read off some nominations to you guys. Thank so, you. So Best Picture, Black Panther, Black, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice are all nominated. Okay. So... I think I think I'm guessing that Roma is going to win. Hmm. I did hear that was incredible. Picture? Yeah. I could see that for sure. It's it's gotten so much buzz and uh this is going to be my response to a lot of these things but I have not actually seen it. No, I haven't either. <laughs> yeah. No, but I heard I, it's incredible. But I did hear it was amazing and a lot of people are just saying it's very like classically good cinema. So I think it's on Netflix, I believe. It mm-hmm. is on Netflix. Yeah, it's, it's I think it's Netflix. only on Netflix, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but they did have like a theatrical release for it, so that's it right, could get right, nominated right. for an Oscar, oh, good. which is really funny. And I have heard that like it deserves to be seen in theaters, which is interesting. Hmm. Um, yeah, they Not played on it. Your I believe they played the it at the Music Box. Actually, I think they did. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was probably on like some fancy millimeter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know. What do you guys? What do you guys want to win out of those? And I can reread really <clears> them. <throat> If Beale Street could t- could talk, which is not there, right? <laughs> That's the only thing I want to win. Everything across the board, just an incredible film, and I didn't see its name enough in those nominations. It's so I'm true. very upset. But anyway, yeah, um, I d- I don't know. Like I feel more disconnected from the Oscar nominations, like more and more every year. Yeah, and that might just be because like we're in college, and right. I don't have the money to go see all these movies. True. But like <laughs> at the same time, like it's kind of like what. At least my little subsection of the chronicle is about, so mm-hmm. I feel like I should. <laughs> um, but no, I would, I would be okay with Roma. Um, yeah, I agree. 
if Beale Street Could Talk should definitely be on a lot more. I was glad to see it in cinematography because that movie is beautiful. Beautiful. And I would have been really annoyed if it won off air, so. Yeah, true. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's a great point. Uh, I would have had to check Twitter, like, is anyone there? Is anyone <laughs> there? Yeah, I think that, like, I, I'm i kind of pulling for the favorite to win. I really liked the favorite. I heard that was good, too. For a lot of reasons. I... It was very well written. All of the actresses were incredible. Um, is that with pretty Emma? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Is that yeah. with Emma Stone? No, yeah, that yes, looked Emma Stone, Rachel Wise. That it, looked really funny. It's very funny. <laughs> I, it, it's written by, um, actually, it's not written by him, but it's directed by the guy who wrote and directed The Lobster. Okay. Saw that. God, yeah. Can't get behind that. <laughs> so, like, it's not quite as dystopian as The Lobster, <laughs> but it's the same, like, very weird, like, mm-hmm. like edgy oh, yeah. kind of stuff. Cool. So that's yeah, that's what I would want. Did you guys hear or see anything about Vice? Um, I mean, like I saw the the trailers Same. and I thought it looked really good. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, I really Christian, wanted yeah. to see it. Uh, Christian Bale is one of my favorite actors, yeah. but I don't know. I just never did. Yeah. And he like he, did, he looked real he, good. Well, well that's what Christian Bale Bale does. Like, yeah. He does it's it. True. <laughs> like, how can you go from like Batman to this? <laughs> it blows my mind. <laughs> but also, I feel like. Sam Rockwell made a really good George W. Like I he looked that. funny in like the two seconds yeah. that he was in the trailer. He did a really good job in the trailer. He's eating chicken wings or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But I mean, so Christian Bale is nominated for lead actor to bring us to our next category. Um, so is Bradley Cooper from A Star Is Born, Willem Dafoe from At Eternity's Gate. I actually okay have not that. heard about that movie at all. Neither. Um, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody and Viggo Mortensen for Green Book. I never saw a green book, so I don't know like really it. anything about that. I'm seeing it on Wednesday, so yeah. I'll let you guys know. It's, we uh, This episode actually did not air, but in a live episode of Conversations that we did, we talked about green book. Um, and there was a lot of controversy about it because it's kind of like like we were saying off air, Micah. It's, it's sort of a white savior movie. It's um, been compared to Driving Miss Daisy a lot. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and like that right, is very Vigo. apparent to me in the fact that Viggo Mortensen is nominated for lead actor, whereas Mahershala Ali is nominated for supporting, supporting actor. actor. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, getting back to predictions. Yeah, might be. Um, uh, yeah, I would be okay with Willem Dafoe. At Eternity's Gate. I just Gate. love Willem Dafoe. Yeah. I love yeah. Willem Dafoe. And it's him playing uh, Vincent van Gogh. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh. my God. Wait, and I want to like, see that. Yeah, it's like a weird... It's like not a traditional take on a biopic. Okay. But it's like... It's beautiful. Like, that sounds really uh, good. I think I actually Absolutely. have heard of that now that you said that. Wow. Well, I And I, I see how he looks like Vincent van Gogh. Mm-hmm. The, like, and he slapped a red beard on him and it was yeah. like, damn. <laughs> damn. That's great. Wow. Well, I want to see that. Um, I guess that's my vote. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I think that Rami Malek probably will win. Yeah. Like, that's that's kind of what I'm hearing from a lot of, mm-hmm. like, critics and whatnot. I'm I don't not know. A, I'm not upset about it. I don't know. I heard yeah, I he know. really brought, like, I heard he made that movie, um, yeah. despite the controversies mm-hmm. of the film. I heard that he really brought that character to life, or he brought Freddie Mercury to life. I guess yeah. it's not really a character, but, um, <laughs> like, people life. that knew Freddie Mercury was like, yeah, it was like watching him, so... I don't know if you That's can good. if you can really sell a biopic like that. I don't know you might deserve it. So mm-hmm. and I will say like I I have not seen Bohemian Rhapsody, um, <laughs> but 
I, I have heard a lot of the controversy and, like, am inclined to agree with it. However, I love Rami Malek. I think he is an amazing actor. I think he's incredible in Mr. Robot. Ooh. His so, like, eyes. No, I'm Second. sorry. Well, I mean, it's true. I will he say does that. look like a frog. Um, but an attractive frog. Anyway, um, I, I think he's an incredible actor. And if he wins an Oscar, like, I'm not going to be mad. That's fine. Same. Especially for, like, playing yeah, a queer character. It. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Even if Bohemian Rhapsody is, like... Eh, about that representation. <clears throat> um, so lead actress. Uh, definitely don't know how to say this name. Oh, no. Uh, Yelitsa Aparicio, Roma. <laughs> um, that sounds yeah, right. That, you yeah, just said it in an Italian good. accent. <laughs> uh, Glenn Close from The Wife. Olivia Coleman from The Favorite. Lady Gaga, Star is Born. It's funny that this article has it as Lady Gaga, not her actual name. <laughs> <laughs> and Melissa McCarthy from Can You Ever Forgive Me? This is hard. For I have not me. seen any of those. Yeah, oh no, man, this is hard. Seen. So I I have seen The Wife, The Favorite, and Can You Ever Forgive Me? I love Can You Ever Forgive Me? I cannot recommend it enough. I think it's incredible. Melissa McCarthy does such a good job. Um, yeah, it was it was nice to see her doing something different than her yeah. regular that stock was, character. That was going to be my question. I wanted to see it because of that, but I never did. It's I mean she it shows that she has so much range because it is like a very dramatic and like painful role. Do you guys know what it's about? Mm-hmm. No, not so at all. So it's it's about this woman who I don't even know how to explain it. It's like she's like a failing writer basically, and so she starts writing letters in the hand of like this other famous author and tries to like sell them to make money. Okay. Um. And it's really interesting. It's it, she does an incredible job, and like it's a very heartfelt, but like also funny sometimes. Right. Yeah, it did no, look I really sad. I feel like sad. I saw the trailers for that. It's very sad, um, but also Olivia Coleman does such a good job in the favorite, and Glenn Close does a really good job in the wife. And I think that Glenn Close is the favorite to win. Hmm. I'm I'm pretty sure that's like I I think she probably will. I know she won at the Golden Globes as well. So we'll yeah, see. I, that seems like a good. Predictor, I didn't watch I guess. the Golden Globes, and usually, if you watch the Golden Globes before the Oscars, that kind of it can like predicts help, yeah. you, like who might win. Um, I true. guess I didn't really think about that. <laughs> yeah, um, I didn't watch them either. <laughs> yeah, we are very qualified to be talking about the Oscars right now. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen any of the films. Don't know who that is. <laughs> never heard of opinions, that. Guys. Well, yeah, one hundred percent. We know what we're talking. About. <laughs> Journalism. No, I'm just kidding. I think, I think we understand the science of the film industry, if mm-hmm. nothing else. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll take that accolade. So yeah. I think I will say that I think Glenn Close will win. And, like, she should win, but also Olivia Coleman and Melissa McCarthy also should win. They should all just share it. <laughs> Any <clears throat> thoughts, guys? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll jump on the Glenn Close train. <laughs> I mean, if nothing for being snubbed in her role for 101 Dalmatians live action. True. True. What? <laughs> what a star. What? Oh, was she dude. nominated for that? Oh, no, absolutely oh, not. But, like, but she should have been. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so for supporting actor, Mershaw Lee, Green Book, Adam Driver, Black Klansman, Sam Elliott, A Star is Born, Richard E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell, Vice. Mm. What do you Oof. think, guys? I mean, that's I gotta, hard because I, I am more familiar yeah. with these actors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really liked Adam Driver in Black Klansman. He yeah. did do a good job. I like, gotta rip that that South Bend pride. True. <laughs> yes, he is. He is from like an adjacent yeah, part of the Mishawaka. town that Ethan and I are both from. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> huh. But I, also Sam Rockwell was. He's George really. W. He's a really yeah. good actor. Um, 
my one note is I have noticed him playing like very similar characters lately. Yeah. So I, I don't that. know how, yeah. about that. I feel like last year when he was in um, Three Billboards, Three Billboards mm-hmm. outside Ebbing, Missouri, great... with the longest title ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I saw him in a trailer for an upcoming movie that I don't remember what it's called, but he was basically playing the same character, mm-hmm. and I was very confused. I was like, Am I watching that happens? What so I watched much. last yeah. year? They just get typecast. Once yeah. So works. I don't know. Based on that fact, I don't know if he I would support it. him winning mm-hmm. it, but I do think he is a really good actor. It's true. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. I think I feel like Mahershala Ali is probably going to win. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's yeah. what I think will probably happen. Um, I mean, just to keep chugging on my train, Richard E. Grant was amazing in Can You Ever Forgive Me? <laughs> so, like, if he wins, I will not be mad. Um, back on track. Sorry. I'll do that. Um, supporting actress. Amy Adams from Vice. Uh, oh, boy, another Roma name. Marina de Tavaria. De, de Tavira. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, Regina King, if Beale Street could talk. Um, Emma Stone, the favorite, and Rachel Wise, the favorite. Hmm. Who do you think will win? I want to say this. Amy Adams deserves an Oscar. Amy Adams is amazing. She's incredible, and I don't know if she deserves an Oscar for The Vice, because I have not seen Vice, Mm -hmm. but she is an amazing actress. Did you guys see Sharp Objects, the HBO miniseries? Mm -hmm. No. She is outstanding in it. She has been killing it for years, and the fact that, like, there was well, so she's such much... a diverse actress. Has she exactly. never really gotten an Oscar? No, and there was so much like Leonardo DiCaprio needs to win an Oscar, <gasps> and she has been nominated for I'm pretty sure more Oscars than him at this point, yeah. and has not won, and has not gotten like a campaign mm. to get her an Oscar. So, and I mean like Leo got it for The Revenant, which was which like was so bad. Yeah. The Revenant was so bad. <laughs> Is I that will the one with the bear? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> the like three hour movie that I straight up fell asleep during oh, in the theater. It was so boring. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and he and he got it for that. So like, even if she like the role in Vice wasn't great, exactly. Like, come on, she deserves retribution for all the things she should. But have also, won. if Beale Street could talk. Yeah, yeah. I love Regina King. Yeah, it's That's true. That's my mother. <laughs> and also Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz from The Favorite. They were both incredible in that movie. Those are know. some good actresses. This is a, yeah. that, that's a tough one. I don't mm-hmm. know that, who yeah. should win or who I want to win. I'll if, be happy. Exactly. Uh, director. Oh boy! Wow, I don't know who this person is or who this movie is. Well, first, Spike Lee, Black Klansman. I do know that person in that movie. <laughs> but um, Powell Palakowski, Cold War. What, what? in the world? Where did that know. come from? That who? Is, that is someone who's nominated for Powell Best Director. Palakowski. Hmm. So um, good for you, Powell. Powell. Uh, Yorgos uh, Lanthimos, who's a lobster guy, the favorite. Alfonso Cuarón. Roma, and Adam McKay, Vice. Who do you think should win? Oh, gosh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I know nothing about this Powell guy, so. Yeah. I mean, Underdog, maybe, yeah. Always good. I've never, I don't think I've ever heard any of those names except for Spike Lee, but I don't know if Spike Lee deserves it. Yeah, I feel like if, I mean. I feel like Roma's going to take Klansman it. Black was good, but I feel like if he won for Black Klansman, it would be a similar Leonardo DiCaprio situation where it's like Spike Lee just deserves an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't know. I I could I could see that. I feel like the, the Roma director could totally win. Yeah, Quaron's been working for a while, so. 
I don't know. I, yeah, that. I'm that sure. Sounds right. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll come away with at least one Oscar. Yeah, for that this makes movie. Sense. Um. Yeah. All right. And I. Yeah. I'm fine with any of them because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> um. Let's see. All right. Yeah. So those are all the big categories. But let's let's look at some ones that are exciting. We made, we made us. such a big deal about cinematography and editing, and we haven't in the, really in the intro. Great, and we haven't we're talked talk about, about it. Them. We're going to talk about them right now. <laughs> All right, cinematography: Cold War, Luca Zal. His name is spelled L U K A S Z Z A. Lucas, Lucas, sure. Lucas. I don't know. <laughs> the favorite: Robbie Ryan, Never Look Away, Caleb Deschanel, Romo. Alfonso Cuaron, so he directed and was in charge of cinematography. That's cool. Um, and A Star is Born. A Star is Born? Weird. What? Get Matthew Libatique. Nah. Get out of here, so, Matt. So, yeah, they for sure should know. <laughs> so, is that all of them? Yes. So, if Beale Street Could Talk wasn't nominated? No. no. Oh, what? my God! I know. No. What? I totally, like, <sighs> I definitely looked a couple days ago and could have sworn that if Beale Street Could Talk was in cinematography. According to this Variety article... They're not. That's some BS. I will double check. You know what? You can you can announce it on in the commercials now. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar nomination wow. 2019 cinematography. Let's see what Google Bad. tells me. Go go. Yep. Not nominated. Wow. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that was one that of the biggest things I noticed about it was just cinematography. Was like beautiful. the first shot from the very first shot, I was like 100. percent Yeah. <laughs> well, just wow. And it's um, like it's sad that it's still a problem, but I feel like Hollywood has a huge problem lighting people of color. It's and true. like that movie did it so like like it looked absolutely beautiful. Yeah, and it's like an underrated art, I think they don't appreciate. <laughs> I'll second that. Man. <laughs> well, that's a shame. Um best editing, let's find this one. I'm also looking at it. I'm not just on my phone. <laughs> um, Don't worry, the over-the-shoulder camera will catch true. it. Well, yeah. Uh, Black Landsman, Barry Alexander Brown, Bohemian Rhapsody, John Ottman, Green Book, Patrick J. Donvito, The Favorite, Yorgos Mavro... Mavro... Mavropsaridis. Oh my god, how do you know how to say that? That's I amazing. just guessed. I think that was right. <laughs> and Vice, Hank Corwin. I'd be okay with Black Klansman getting editing. Like, yeah, that was pretty the editing solid. was really creative for Black Klansman. That's true. I, yeah. I guess I just haven't seen the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. What other exciting ones are there? Um, original song. Yes. All the Stars from Black Panther by no. Kendrick and SZA. <laughs> All Fight from RBG by Diane Warren, Jennifer Hudson. The Place Where Lost Things Go from Mary Poppins Returns by Mark Shaman, Scott Whitman. Shallow from A Star is Born by Lady Gaga, Mark Ronson, blah, 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 blah. When a Cowboy <laughs> Trades His Spurs for Wings from The Ballad of Buster Scruggs by David Rawlings and Jillian Welch. I'd be okay with Buster Scruggs yeah, coming away with an, a, with an Oscar. Yeah, that was cute. That was a fun movie. It was a really fun movie. I liked it Except a lot. Except for the, the, the Liam Neeson, one? like, no arms, no legs guy. Oh, that, that was, was really real dark. dark. That was very Out of dark. nowhere. Did you watch I it? I have no like idea that? what this is. Oh so, like, my God. it's a. Do you want spoilers? Is that okay? Sure. All right, it's Hey, hey, we're going to have Scruggs. another spoiler tag. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no. It's so it's like all these just different vignettes, like, in the Wild West. 
and like yeah it's like so each one is like a mini short story about like death in some way like a character dies in every single one of the short stories and there's this one where it's like Liam Neeson is playing this guy who is like traveling from town to town it's like one of those like situations where you have like a little show and you put on the show and people give you money and then you travel to the next town and do the same thing Mm -hmm. and so his little show is this kid who has no arms or legs and delivers these like beautiful monologues and he like when he's in one town he sees that everyone stopped coming to his thing and went to a different thing and it's this like chicken that knows how to count and so he steals the chicken and then drowns the kid he like straight up like throws him into a river it's like very very dark and the kid like watches him like testing out throwing a rock into the river and like knows it's about to happen it's really sad (laughs) yeah and it's like wow. the rest of the movie has like it's not been lighthearted, but it's like it's had an air silly. of comedy. It sounds yes. like Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, <laughs> like it, literally, it feels like that. Legitimately, was like a side mission. Yeah, in Red Dead. It's Redemption. true. <laughs> yep. Um, but uh, that song was really fun. So I don't know. That song could totally win. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the song was fun. <laughs> it was in a different short. Yeah. Um, I don't know, and I, we should probably wrap things up, guys. But are there any other categories you want to touch on? Um, just one really quick. Uh, animated, uh, animated short. No, that's I'm not always okay with that. Short. I don't know the animated shorts. I will say I want um, Spider Verse to win the animated. Spider Verse. I heard absolutely. that was really good. Yeah, that it's is amazing. worth Everyone every see it. every penny in the price of admission. It's so good. Just a best original score. Ooh, yeah. I definitely want if Bill Street could talk. The oh, music in that was just this girl yeah. was beautiful so beautiful. Yeah, like I listen to it at home. <laughs> it's just when I cook, I'm like, <laughs> damn, that <laughs> like beautiful. that actually sounds like a great time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna, it's I'm really have nice. To do that now. Please do. You'll feel like you're in a film. Well, thank you guys so much for uh, talking about movies with me for yeah. over half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Even if we hadn't watched most of them. Yeah. And thank you all for listening. Special thanks to WCRX, Chicago's Underground. And we will see you all again in two weeks.